0: Flip to Freedom, episode number six. Hello again, this is Sean Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to Flip to Freedom podcast. This is episode number six, and I'm here to help you escape the nine to five and live the lifestyle of your dreams by learning how you can make a fortune flipping properties in your spare time, even if you're just getting started today. Now in this episode, I'm going to continue our discussion about the seven effective steps to wholesaling. And we are going to get into the art of finding a motivated seller. Um, this is a in-depth um, discussion that we'll talk about exactly how we find sellers. So, uh, remember, listen, if you want to, um, go to our website and download my free comprehensive blueprint on how you can quit your job in 19 weeks or less, please visit flip the number two freedom.com. I'm telling you, we've got Unbelievable reviews on this um, book you can download for free, and uh, I know you'll enjoy it. It's, in, it's absolutely comprehensive, it's the most detailed I think I've ever seen uh, on the n- internet for free. So, um, definitely go to uh, flip the number two freedom.com and you can check that out there and uh, see how you can download it. Now, we also uh, talked about, like I said, the seven effective steps to wholesaling. Now, um, you can go back to, I believe it's episode number two. In episode number four, um, episode number two, we uh, talk about the seven steps. Episode number four, we get into setting up your business and marketing for buyers. You can go back and listen to those on the website. Um, now, we're going to get into uh, marketing for sellers. Now, the seven effective steps for wholesaling are this. Uh, first one is setting up your business. Next one is marketing for buyers. Next one's marketing for sellers. Then, getting the contract and negotiating to gain the contract will get into that in the next episode and next one's opening escrow selling the property in hours not days and assignment versus double escrow what should you do and how do you get that done all right so let's talk about the seven effective steps which is marketing for sellers now this is a uh, this is the whole aspect of your business. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but the, this, this is the whole deal, I guess you could say. Getting leads, people that call you, that are motivated um, to pr- to sell their property is the absolute key to this business. The more leads you get, the more money you'll make. Give you an example. Let's say you get, you get you're getting person A and then person B. And person A goes out and they get 25 leads over a six-month period. Um, either you know, knocking on doors or whatever they're doing to get leads. But they get, they get 25 leads over a six-month period. And out of every 25 leads you get, you end up getting roughly one deal. That's how the numbers end up working out. So for every 25 leads, you'll get one good deal out of it. Now, that one person, he's going to get one deal over a six-month period. Now, let's say you person B here, you turn around and you get 25 leads in a week. Well, obviously, you're going to get more deals than the person A will get because you're going to turn around and you're going to go through and talk to more leads to get to get to that one deal than, uh, than person A will be. So, So the trick, the name of this game is how many leads can you get and how fast you can get them. The more leads you get, the more money you're gonna going make. It's just like sifting through gold. The more, the more, the more you sift, you know, through the through all the dirt and all the junk and all the crap, or whatever, you're gonna find those gold nuggets and those gold nuggets are what's what's gonna make you rich. Now. The idea also, too, is because your, your goal is obviously to quit your job, you know, and you want to do this on a part-time basis, is to be able to have the leads to come to you so you're not having to spend the time and energy going out chasing after them, uh, which is very difficult if you're working a full-time job. The idea is to have the leads come to you to where you can call the people back when you get home from work. You can call them back on a weekend. You can call them back, you know, on your lunch break, and then you can set appointments for the weekend or you know whatever. When you get off work. So now let's get into this. Uh, the, the, the three absolute best ways to get motivated sellers to call you is number one is direct mail. Number two is internet marketing. And number three is bandit signs. Now we'll get in, into detail on this here shortly. Now, what are you looking for in a motivated seller? Well, I'll, g- I'll give an example. I, uh, from an internet lead today, uh, a lady called. She has a house uh, that she bought in 2006 for cash. She bought it for $100,000. She called up. Well, actually, she she we got an email that came across my phone. I did some research on the property real quick just to see if there's uh, you know basically an idea of what the value is in the area, what type of properties are selling, and I wanted to know who owned the property before I talked to them. And I did that real quick online, um, and so I called her up. And I asked her, you know, uh, you know why is she selling? What's, what's the biggest reason she's selling? And she said because her son is living in the property and there was a, uh, a plumbing leak. They went they had to pay money for the plumbing leak. They had to pay money to go get it all dried out. There might be potential mold in there, so it might cost more money to try to get the mold out. And she said she's just out of cash. She just doesn't want to pay for it anymore and she just wants to be done with the property. So the funny thing is she said, you know, listen, I, I just want to find someone that will buy this house. And, you know, if you come out and you look at it and you want to buy it, I- I'll, let her, I'll-, I'll just sell it for anything, she said. And, you know, now that's a motivated seller. Now, what is not a motivated seller, and not not a motivated seller, is someone comes up, you know, they, they either comes in through a lead, through either the direct mail, banner sign, or internet marketing, and you talk to them on the phone. They go, "Well, you know, I'm just looking to, you know, move down the street to a bigger house." Well, that's not a motivated person. A motivated, you know, you're you're looking for motivation there for 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 someone, and the motivation can either be through. Uh, Financial distress, whether they're you know, they're behind on payments, they're gonna lose the house to foreclosure, they need cash quickly, they just need to get out of it. Like in this situation, you know, she wanted to get out of the property as fast as possible because she didn't want to deal with it. She was sure her son was gonna move in with her, the property is gonna be vacant, and she didn't want to have to deal with it anymore. The other thing you're looking for is physical distress. Now I've Purchase properties where the seller is not financially distressed, but the property is completely a mess. I mean, I mean, completely trashed because they either had a renter in there or something happened, or they inherited the property, but they could not, um, you know, had the wherewithal to turn around and try to uh, hire a contractor and get the thing fixed up. So basically that's it. You're looking for motivation in the seller and uh, and you can do that by once you start talking you know to these leads that are coming in you'll get real quick uh on understanding which, who's motivated and who's not now don't waste your time on someone that's not motivated because in this particular you know we're looking for deals that either have equity um, or they're just some something is motiv- they just want to get out of this property for some reason they just want to get out so don't waste your time for with uh, you know with leads that are you know dead leads. They're just you know they're just not motivated at all. Now, what's a deal? Yeah, I remember when I first started uh, you know first started in real estate you know, a handful of years ago. I uh, I, I looked at anybody who wanted to sell their property. I thought it was a deal. Holy cow, it's a great deal. $10,000 in equity, $15,000 in equity. Holy cow, they're selling it below market. That's a deal. Well, I'm telling you right now, that's not a deal. So let's look at what is a deal. First one is the property must have equity. Now, what's equity? You know, how much equity does a property have to have? Well, we have a simple formula that we use and quick and dirty, I can do it in my head real quick and I can kind of, you know, calculator or whatever and figure out exactly where we need to be or what I need to offer on a property that I know I can make money on a wholesale basis. Here's the formula. A property has to be at 70% of the after repair value less the fix-up cost, less the repairs, Less any profit we want to make equals the offer price. Okay, Let me give you an example. Let's say, theoretically, we have a $100,000 house. $100,000 house, right off the bat, 70% of $100,000, $70,000. And... Seventy thousand dollars less repairs. When I'm talking to a motivated seller, I will ask them, saying, you know, give me a ballpark price on what you believe the repairs are." And they go, "Oh, yeah, I don't know what the repairs are. You know, I'm, I'm not sure." Just say, "Listen, give me a ballpark price. Just give me an idea. How's the AC? How's the roof? How's the foundation? You know, how, how's everything inside?" And they'll give you some sort of ballpark number, and that ballpark number could be five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand, whatever it is, but you know use that number now if they give you 10 to 15000 use 15000 so in our example you have a $100,000 house you got $70,000 is 70% and the motivated seller says well the ballpark repairs are $10,000 well now you're down to $60,000 that you know you can sell the property quick to a fix and flip investor for it. now you take less profit now, if you want to make $10,000 on the property, well, you're going to have to offer fifty. Now, I always, you know, first off, you know, we'll get into negotiating in the next episode, you know, and on, on never say a number first. <laughs> yeah, I never, never say a number first. Um, you always ask, you know, what, you know, what price they need to be at to make the deal work. But, um... In this particular scenario, you would, want, you would know in your mind going into the appointment before, you even, before when you sit down and you meet them and you look at the house, you want to know exactly where you need to be. So you know that you know, to make roughly $10,000, obviously you might get negotiated down slightly from your buyer, but to make $10,000, you need to be at $50,000 on that deal to make it work. So let's say you buy it at fifty. You turn around and sell it. Put an email out to your motor, to your uh, to your buyers, and you sell it for sixty thousand dollars. You make ten thousand dollars. The buyer comes in, he buys it for sixty. He puts the ten thousand dollars of repairs into it, and then turns around and sells it for a hundred. By the time he pays realtor commissions, holding cost, electrical cost, fix-up repair, all that you know, seller concessions, everything that's involved in in buying and renovating a property, he could walk away with you know anywhere from ten to fifteen thousand dollars if he does it right so that's the if you're when you're looking for equity that is the formula seventy percent less repairs less profit equals the offer now the next one is um what we call the super wrap retail and you've probably never, ever even heard, heard this before. Now, you know, if you, if you listen to some of these other podcasts and, and, and you know, you'll go online and you look for, you know, courses and stuff like that. People talk about short sales and, oh my gosh, short sales are the thing or bank REOs are, are, are the thing to do. I do them, you know, because we get leads that come in that are short sales, but I don't like them. That's not what I target. And then don't do any short sales. I hate short sales. They take too long. You have to deal with the bank. It's unpredictable. Don't like it. Uh, REOs, same thing. Don't like it. I just, you know, you know you can put offers on all these REOs all over the place. You know, you put earnest money down. You negotiate with the bank. And, you know, it's, it's just a lot of games. Now, I know there's people making a lot of money doing REOs. You can do that to supplement deals coming in if you'd like. And we can talk about that in the next episode, you know, future episodes coming up and exactly how to do it. uh, Because we definitely do it. um, But but it's not the core of our business. But the super wrap retail, let's talk about the super wrap retail. Super wrap retail. The super wrap retail is when you have a lead that has little to no equity, but they have a good loan. Good loan meaning they have a loan in place, it's a 30-year fixed, um, they're at anywhere from a five, four to six percent interest rate, their payments are below market rent, and they're motivated enough where they would take just a couple thousand dollars you know, to be able to buy the property. These are huge. You can make ten to fifteen thousand dollars on these type of properties all day long, twice on Sunday, and they're a lot easier to do because guess what? You don't have to. The buyer doesn't need hard money. Um, you don't have. There's no qualifying for a loan. There's none of that. It's 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 great. So let, let me give you the anatomy of a super wrap retail. You find a property theoretically that's let's say it's worth hundred thousand dollars theoretically, um, and the seller owes $90,000. Okay? And let's say they have a loan in place and their mortgage payment is 500 bucks and they and their mortgage, you know, interest rate's 5%. I'm just making up numbers as a theoretical example whatever. So anyways, so worth 100, they owe $90,000 and they have a good loan in place, you know, payments are 500 bucks. All right. Now, go to that motivated seller and say, "Listen, I'll give you $3,000, $2,000, whatever. Um, but what I'd like to do is keep your existing loan in place for one year. I want to keep your loan in place. Right, my, my fault. Back up. I want to keep your existing loan in place for three years. I want to keep them in place for three years. And we want to be able to take over those payments and make those payments. Now, what we do is get that under contract. We negotiate that deal, get that deal under contract. Now, we're going to have a contract that says that we're going to purchase the property um, for... $93,000 $93,000 of which $3,000 goes to the seller and the $90,000 we're going to take subject to the existing loan. We're going to buy it subject to. Now what we do is we take that contract and we give it to the title company and there's two ways to basically buy the property. We, we do everything through a title company or a closing agent. It's the best way to do it. When someone just signs you over the deed for $3,000, I don't like that. I want to make sure we got clean title. I want to make sure the whole thing is completely wrapped up tighter than the dry. So what we do is we give that contract to the title agent and there's two ways to close it. Number one is where we get the title to the property and we set up a servicing company that will service and collect the payments and then there in turn will make payments directly to their bank. It's all audited. You have a, a payment history and it's done through a third party company and that's when you actually get title to the property now we only typically get title to the property if it's a short term let's, let's say we have a property that we're going to do a flip on we're going to do a renovation on or we're going to sell it to someone that's going to do a renovation on typically we get title to the property and then that person would turn around take title and then turn around and sell the property now uh for a long term we negotiate a 3 years on the property for the $500 on the 90 you know the $90,000 note we would keep that note in place but what we do is what's called an agreement for sale this means that the title company will still wrap the existing mortgage wrapping meaning that they're mirror the underlying mortgage with the with the current terms of a of a of a uh, a note that needs to be paid and it would still be serviced through a third-party servicing company, and then what would happen would be would be that the uh, that basically it'd be the entire package where we could turn around and sell that package to an end-user buyer. Now, here's how the whole thing works to so make money. Now, I, I explain this in detail in. Uh, in my uh, my course, you know, with video and explaining in detail, so you know exactly step by step procedure. You know, just explaining here on a podcast is very difficult. But anyways, the bottom line is so we we tie the property up for ninety three thousand, of which ninety thousand dollars existing loan with five hundred dollar payments. We give the seller three thousand dollars. We turn around now and we market and we find buyers uh, that are looking for seller financing. We can find those buyers off Craigslist, the internet. Um, We can market for them, put signs all around the house if we want. But what we're doing now is we're looking for someone to put $13,000, $14,000 down on the property. And then they can turn, we can assign them our purchase contract. So here it goes. Basically, we find someone that wants to buy it for say $13,000. We would assign our contract to them. For ten thousand dollars now they have the right to purchase the property for ninety three thousand dollars of which three thousand dollars goes to the seller ninety thousand dollar loan stays in place. now we set this all up through the closing agent, they prepare all the documents for us they get everything ready for us. The new buyers would get insurance on the property, so they would be covered and uh, and everything set up um, and the new buyer would make payments directly to the the uh, servicing company, the servicing company make payments to the mortgage, and that would be done over a three-year period. Now, we don't need any more documents from the seller because they sign up everything up front. The buyer of the property has equitable interest because they have a uh, they have an agreement for sale. And they can turn around and if they want to at a later date, they're going to have a payment history, a three-year payment history. They can refinance if they want. They can sell the property if they want. They can do whatever they want after a three-year period. It's just like owning the house. But the difference is is they're not actually taking title to the property, which is good. Now, this there is so much opportunity in in this marketplace for these type of deals. It's just unbelievable. I'll give you an example, one we just did. Purchase the property for well, actually, the, the loan amount on the property and the money to the seller um, was roughly $129,000. We gave the seller a couple, of, I think it was like $3,000, and he had an existing loan in place. We turned around and sold that property. I think it was like hundred and forty-five thousand dollars, and we made the difference in between. The buyer came in; they put a down payment. Now the house is even listed on the MLS. It was listed for like one hundred and thirty-four thousand. He, you know, and we, we were literally buying it for one twenty-nine. So there is basically a five thousand dollars spread. We turn around; we negotiated to keep his loan in place, kept his loan in place for a three-year period, and then we turned around and marketed and sold that property to a buyer, who, to an investor, who put the down payment down, paid off, the money paid off this guy, kept the loan in place, paid the closing cost, to title, and then we were able to net the difference, which was roughly a little over $10,000 on that deal. Now, like I said, those are deals are plentiful. And we'll talk about exactly here in a little bit and on exactly where you can find those. That's a super wrap retail. Sorry to get I'm just to just base went on tangent with that, uh, with that uh, explanation. Anyways, so where do you find the deals we talked about? You can do direct mail, internet marketing, or bandit signs are the best way to find the deals. Now, there's two components. Let's talk about direct mail first. Two components of direct mail. The first component is, number one, is the list. The list is uh, the you know is th- probably the most important part of um, of you know obviously who you target. You want to have targeted leads of people. You know whether you're looking for equity or the super wrap retail. Now the second method you know second one is basically postcards or letters. So you got the list right and then you got postcards or letters that you're going to send these for for direct mail. Now what are the best list to target that have equity deals. Now, these are deals of what we talked about, the 70% formula, less repairs, you know, less profit, you know, equals the offer. The best list for De- for equity deals, number one is inheritance properties. Inheritance properties, people who inherited a property, um, they don't have a lot of emotional tie to the property. Obviously, well, unless they live there, but a lot of people they inherited a property, they don't have an emotional tie to it. Um, they don't want to pay the taxes on it. They don't want to pay the repairs or anything on there, and they just want to get out of it. The next one's probate, probate properties. Um that's another. Is similar to inheritance but uh but different instead of having a trust or a will uh that the property was went through. It's basically a probate property where they had to go through a legal process to be able to gain title to the property. Huge. Another one is pre-foreclosure. This is when someone is about to lose their property to a pre-foreclosure and they are financially distressed and they just want to get out. They want to get out, get a little give them a little bit of cash, and they want to be done with a house. And the next one is absentee owners, absentee investors, actually. Now, this is an owner that's out of state, and he has an investment property, say, in the state you're in. So, let's say you're in California. Um, You would look for a list. Uh, You can find the list of where there is motivation, where basically the the owner is out of state, and in California, you'd have uh, a property where it's an investment property, Where the seller is in a different state. Simple, simple as that. Now, what we do is we target where the original deed date is 1999 and below. You know, you could do 2,000 below. You know, I usually do 1999 below. This is where the person, when they original originally bought the property. Um, that the D date is 1999 and below that means they have 11 years of, of building equity on the property so now they're they're an absentee owner they're out of state they have a property that's that's out of state they have it's an investment property so they bought it for an investment and they have a deed date to 1999 and below meaning that they're going to have equity in their property now, What's great about these particular deals is let's say they have a tenant in there and the tenant happens to move out and now the property's vacant, the property's trashed and now they have to turn around and renovate it or do something with it or find a property manager. Those are some of the best motivated type of leads you can get. great, great thing. Now what is the best method to get these people to call you? The absolute best method now this is a proven, through us and all through, through uh, the company we use to, uh, to set this up but we get an average of an 11.2% response rate which is huge direct mail typically gets anywhere from a 1-2% to 2% rate and if you get that it's I mean you're doing good this particular method gets 11.2% response rate huge huge now, um, the place, or what, what, what it is, basically, it's basically a yellow letter. And it's this is a letter that's specifically done on a yellow piece of paper. It's written with red ink, and it's personalized. And it says, hello, dear so-and-so family, I'd like to buy your house at so-and-so address. If you'd like to sell, give me a call. Now if you want to see an example go to I think the original yellowletter.com original yellowletter.com and you can um, you can um, uh, look at it at or just just google yellow letter marketing and you can see and look at some different examples of what it looks like. So yellow letter is huge. Now before I go on further I also uh, I want to tell you where you can get these lists. A company called Well actually you know what for the inheritance list you can go to usleadslist.com, usleadslist.com, you can just Google that as well, you can look look there. The other one for the other list are List Source. go to listsource.com, so go to listsource.com or go to US Leads List for the inheritance list, you can talk to Terry, give him a call, tell him that Sean Terry referred you, and he can uh, set you up in pretty much any state across the country. I'll give an example. The last mailing we did, we mailed out 750 of these yellow letters. We got an 11.2% response rate on them. And we closed three deals, uh, total close to $45,000 in profit off these three deals. So we love the inheritance list from U.S. Leads List. Okay, so that's where you can find them. Now, what about the super wrap retail You know, where is the best list you can target for them? Still, Yellow Letters is great. You can do that. But, the best place to find a list for expired uh, listings, I mean, for, my, for uh, super wrap Retail, is expired listings. You can uh, go talk to your uh, local real estate agent, and what they can do is they can go on the MLS, and they can pull all the expired listings in a particular pocket uh, where you want to buy properties at, where you want to purchase. Now, some of the best properties to work with are properties that are newer properties, that are nicer properties that don't need a lot of work. Because remember, you're going to be selling it to an end-user retail buyer That is looking for seller financing. All right, so that's just direct mail. (laughs) Now let's get into internet marketing. Now we talked about, um, I think it was in episode number four, we talked about uh, marketing for buyers. Now. It's a similar thing to that, Marketing for Buyers. It's internet marketing. It's basically setting up a website. It's a squeeze page website where basically someone will hit the site. They have nowhere else to go but to put in their information into a contact form. Now, what we use is we use AWeber, and AWeber allows you to easily make a form, and a form is where someone can put their name and email in and information in, and and they can just enter that, and as soon as they click Submit, you will get an email um, directly to your phone or to your email with all the information they submitted. Now on our websites, we have it's just it's just real real simple. We have a, actually a video um, of me actually doing a testimonial uh, with uh, a seller that we we recently uh, purchased a property from. Now the best ways to get instant traffic to your website is through Google AdWords is number one. Uh, Yahoo Search Marketing and Microsoft Ad Center. Those are all what's called pay-per-click marketing. You can pay on a per-click basis, um, and what happens is your ad will show up on Google when someone types in a keyword. Let's say, theoretically, we buy houses, they can turn around put we buy houses into Google. There'll be a bunch of ads on the right hand side or you know even sponsored search right up in front. And what happens is you can be positioned right there where someone can click on it. They can go to your website and it can prompt them or ask them to fill out their information. Now, the uh, websites we use get roughly about a, Almost a twenty to twenty-five percent conversion rate is what we typically get on our uh, on our squeeze pages. So that means you know every you know whatever every hundred people that hit the site, twenty-five will get leads um, that actually uh, that convert, and then uh, then we we purchase actually a lot of properties off that off of Google, Google advertising. So. Instant traffic, Google AdWords, Yahoo Search, Marketing, and Microsoft Ad Center. Now, we could blow in another whole episode of exactly, specifically how to do Google AdWords. It is a science in itself uh, with their quality score and the bid prices and conversion tracking and all that type of stuff. And we'll get into that in the next episode. The next one is bandit signs. First off, what is a bandit sign? A bandit sign is the little signs that you see on the side of uh, the street that say, we'll buy your house fast for cash, and they have a phone number. Um, some people say, oh, those are illegal. Some states, you know, uh, you know, cities don't... don't um, you know, don't like you putting those things up. Um, if you are going to put them up, put them up on either Saturday morning or Friday night or whatever, and then take them down on uh, Sunday evening. But I'm going to tell you right now, they are a huge, massive source of leads. What you typically do, do is you can go um, and get white, just regular white or yellow corrugated signs just draw handwritten, just with a big sh- black Sharpie, sell your house fast for cash, and then your phone number. Now, what we do is all the all the um, the phone number on the websites, the phone number in the um, yellow leather or phone number on our bandit signs that we do, um, all go to what's called an eVoice account. EVoice, they charge us uh, for a local phone number, about $4.95 a month, which is unbelievably cheap. And what it does is, is someone leaves a voicemail on there, they will uh, shoot you an email with an MP3 file. Now I have an iPhone, which is great. You'll get that email. It comes across your phone with an MP3 file. You can just open it up. You can listen to it and you can call the people back right there on the spot if you'd like, if you have the time to do it. But go to evoice.com. You can check that out. I'll put that in the show notes so you can uh, you can click the link on it. Uh, if you're driving, don't worry about it. So I'll, I'll put that in the show notes for you. And uh, like I said, it's $4.95 a month, and it captures all of our leads that come in. Now, what should you write on the things? The best that works for us is sell house fast for cash, and then put your evoice phone number, local evoice phone number on the bottom, and that's it nothing else. You can do it on a white corrugated sign or one of the yellow corrugated, yellow corrugated sign. All right. Now probably want to know where you put them, put them anywhere where there's high traffic areas or where there's houses that are, you know, 1985, 1990 and below in particular areas like that areas where there's a lot of, um, Houses that are uh, up and coming areas that need, you know, need to be rehabbed. I would put them all around those areas if you like. You get, uh, uh, you know, you'll get a lot of properties of people who live there forever or, or, um, they um, you know, their. uh, you know, uh, whether investors that have investment property and they want to turn around and sell it, or or whatever. You know, they might inherited a property, going over the property, and the see or sign, whatever it may be. Uh, you'll definitely get calls in on that, and I would do a hundred a week. Now, do you have to do them yourself? No, you don't have to do them yourself. Just do a hundred a weekend. But what we do is we have our our crews because I do fix and flip properties. I buy them, renovate them, turn around, and sell them. We have our crews on on Saturday. They t- Saturday early Saturday morning. They put out a hundred signs over the weekend. And we get our e-voice and we, uh, we get half of them go to my partner. The other half go to me and they just come across our phone. We call them up over the weekend and, uh, or we call them up on Monday whenever we have time. And then we set appointments and, uh, to, uh, go look at their house and obviously determine if they're motivated. And that's how we get leads coming in. So that is it. I kind of rambled on for, 33 minutes in this one particular episode. I apologize for uh, going too long but that is it for episode 6. Now, if you uh, don't forget, if you want to go and download, now I have this, all this in detail in this free report. And I mean, it's complete week by week by week, 19 weeks of exactly what you have to do, to quit your job in 19 weeks. And it basically breaks it down in detail, it talks about Google advertising, what to do, it talks about the website, shows what it looks like, it talks about bandit signs, pictures of it, all, all this stuff in detail, everything down that you have to have to become successful is right there for free in this book and you can download it at flip2freedom.com. Just go there and uh, I'll ask you to put in your email, just put your email in there. And, uh, you'll be click download now and you'll be, um, sent via email, um, a download link of where on a special page that you can download this free report. All right. Until next time, I wish you ultimate success in your real estate investing career. And I hope this information has been informative and I will talk to you soon. Take care and God bless.